Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman. Tell you what, we have a special guest on this week. Of course, uh, we are down in Mississippi. We're on uh, Ross Barnett, that's also known as the Res. And uh, we're here with Gene Bishop. And uh, I guess I guess I'm going to give your intro. So how's right. that? I'm going to say uh, uh, Gene is one of the, and the only person that lives in Ridgeland, Mississippi, that has won the Bassmaster Open. Correct. On, as far as I know, the only, yep. the, no local has ever won a Bassmaster Open on the Ross Barnett Reservoir. So, yep. So I only wanted to do that. Look and at that. that. Of course, in 2015, and then, you know, they have the win and your end deal. So, right. I was able to qualify to fish the 2016 uh, Bassmasters Classic at Grand Lake, yep. uh, where Edwin Evers won that year. Where he caught the big twenty-nine yep. pound bag right. uh, at the last day in Elk River. You probably were was yeah. There. I was there. I was actually there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So uh, we've had we've had uh, people that have won the Bassmaster Classic on the show, and uh, we've had Angler of the Year like Scott Canterbury and some of them. So it's always cool to right. to have some more of you uh, guys that have been in the the big show and uh, be fishing. So, um, you know, we have to start, we have to start, you have a YouTube uh, channel. So we, we want to, we want to talk about that because we have our YouTube channel too of the uh, show. So tell us a little bit about your show. Why'd you start doing it and what's it about? How's it? Well, I mean, of course I've always had a passion for fishing and I thought, you know, uh, I've always had a dream to be Bill Dance when I was a kid. And, and of course, back in the day you had to do a deal with TNN and, all those big networks if you wanted to to uh, have a show and of course youtube came around and i was hesitant at first but then i saw uh some people like richard gene the fishing machine that right that had you know two three hundred thousand uh subscribers and he's just fishing out of a little aluminum boat and uh so I, that made me realize that you didn't have to have all the the super duper great you know right. uh, up-to-date equipment to build a following because a lot of people you know just relate to just a down home uh so-called redneck that likes to go fishing you know so that's why i started it and uh it's going pretty well i think right um how long have you had that has it been a couple years or Uh, has it been been about a year and a half somewhere in there how many subscribers do you have right now i think i'm around 500 subscribers Uh, so that's the call out that's the call right. out. So yeah. tell them we'll just bust. Normally, <laughs> wait till the end of the show, and then we tell people where to go to find out more. But but tell them it's uh, called the Gene Bishop's Bass Fishing Adventures. There you go. Well, that's <laughs> pretty, pretty straightforward. Cool. How did you how'd you come up with the name of the show? I don't know. Just brainstorming, oh, brainstorming. at the house, uh, just thinking. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I just come up with it. I don't, so the out of thin air. I mean. Yeah, the Fishing Guide podcast came from uh, both of uh, the hosts were fishing guides, and it's a podcast show. So it right. wasn't much of a stretch for us just to add podcast to two f- fishing guides. Yeah, I mean, guides, I wanted you know, something so. that was just pretty straightforward. Right. You, you know, I hate w- watching stuff, and they got these weird names, and you don't even right. know what, what it goes to. I'm like, what does it even mean, you know? So um, tell us, uh, what's, what's your favorite show of all the shows that you did which one if the people were watching or they're listening and and they want to uh watch what you think is your favorite show 
that of on all times. Channel? Yeah, on your channel. Which what show is it? Uh, I got one called the Seven Pound Ditch Pickle. I caught a seven pounder on a War Eagle buzz bait up under a cypress tree way up the Pearl River on the Ross Barnett. And I mean, he came up and clobbered it. I mean, he was huge. Wow. Biggest fish of uh, the biggest fish I caught in 2021. So that was probably my favorite one. Uh, and you got it live. Like I got it live. Fishing. Yeah, I just oh, wear Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, I mean, I just wear chesty and uh-huh. and you know. And do my own editing. Of course, you know you got to do your own editing in the beginning. You know, because right. you know it costs a little bit of money. So I just taught, self-taught editing. You know, right. uh, so it ain't that hard. Is there anything crazy happen? I mean, you you got to think Ross <laughs> Barnett, full of gators, birds, all kinds of stuff. Surely something, something's probably happened that's been a little unusual. Uh, well, I've, I see a lot of alligators out there. I mean, one day I was throwing a frog across a big grass mat and right. I seen a little alligator come across about, you know, eight inches long. And then I started looking and there was like 30 of them in like a wide, wow. you know, I guess she had just laid them or whatever. And then I hear some grumbling and I look over there and about five feet from the boat, there's a head about that long. And I was like, I better get out, get out of here before I make her mad, you know, defending her baby. So uh-huh. they, I think they get pretty uh, territorial when they got right. the little bitty ones around them. They were kind of just sitting on her head. And I was like, well, wow. I better ease out of here. <laughs> ease out of that. <laughs> yeah. Swimming, huh? So you don't do a lot of swimming in uh, I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, people do it, but I, I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, there's <laughs> right. some 11, 12-footers wow. out there, you know. That's some good ones. Well, yeah. let's let's talk about fishing because um, you – are you originally from this area or did you move to this area? Well, I was born in Jackson. You know, okay. Jackson's Just, right here. You yeah. know, uh, grew up in South Jackson and then – uh, moved up here about five minutes from the water about wow. 15 years ago. So I can, you know, get off work and be on the water in about five minutes right there at the cock of the walk or the Madison landing. You know? Right. Huh. So I love That's it. Pretty close. And so, uh, having, having lived here all the time, uh, you kind of know the season, you kind of know where the fish are. So we're going to, kind of tap your knowledge so we're going to find out more about uh, what these fish are doing here and and how you would catch them if you came to uh, the res to go fishing Uh, how would you fish for them in the spring what lures would you use and kind of what area of the lake would you kind of focus on uh so and we're talking about bass fishing but there's great crappie fishing here too and and catfishing too so but well Typically, what my rule of thumb out there is uh, in the spring, if the water is like 55 degrees or lower, I just like to uh, go hit the riprap with a red rattle trap uh-huh. uh, because it seems like the fish are still on those 45-degree banks right. and they're kind of just cruising, maturing their eggs. Uh, so I, if it's 55 below, I'm just going to hit the riprap because they're not moving up in the flats yet but once right. once it hits about 58 degrees uh especially if you're in a tournament then you know you better go to the flats like on the Rankin county bank or somewhere like that because those big females are moving up trying to warm up and if you don't go with them you're going to get spanked out there on the right. tournament i mean uh, you got to move with them so 
it gets above 58 degrees in the spring, I, I like to go fish the flats and just okay. find submerged, you know, hydrilla or some, you know, pad stems and swim like a chatterbait or or swim a, a eight inch June bug lizard. That's what I won the the open on uh-huh. in 2015 is an eight inch June bug lizard. Oh wow! On 65 pound braid, uh, quarter ounce tungsten, uh, about a seven foot long medium heavy action, and just throwing it in the big flat and, and just barely reeling it through the pad stems, right. and you just feel one little tick, and, and so Loads that's up. what I do in the spring. Uh huh. And then uh, now we're coming into summer, and things have warmed <clears throat> up. That where do you start? Do you stay down uh, towards the dam, or what? What end do you kind of go to in the summer and um, you know, what lures are you fishing? Right. Well, in the summer, I mean, well, we got like the spring and then it goes into April and May. So I guess right. that's what, like late spring or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, now the, the water will start to clear up a little bit in the, uh, upper river stock uh-huh. portions as long as we don't have a big rain and you can go up there in April and May uh, up the river and throw buzz baits under oh, wow. cypress trees, and when they got the little shad spawn going, right? And you know a lot of that is on my channel because that's what oh okay really Good. my favorite way to you know do the springtime, oh, yeah. uh, you know late spring up the river on a buzz bait, and just right. throw it all day long because <laughs> I mean I've been fishing long enough. I'm not really interested in catching the little ones. I right. want to get four or five big bites a, a day. Right. So now that's what I do in the, you know, April, May. Right. And then now we've moved into summer. Now what happens? Well, it kind of, the the water, you know, starts to drop up, up under them trees and gets clear. So that, that stops working. And I move down right. to the lake and, and uh, the fish will start moving out to those first little drops uh, on the main lake. You know, they'll, they'll go out to, little drops where it's like two foot of water on top right and you might be sitting in like five uh foot with the boat and uh-huh. typically there'll be some hard bottom type stuff with some stumps right. like shells or hard clay uh-huh. and i just drag a carolina rig and just whack them everybody <laughs> everybody else is is enamored with the pads and and right. they're back they're beating the you know, beating against each other, fighting and uh-huh. cursing each other, and and I'm out there and out all to myself, dragging shell beds, and I, I love right. it that time of year. You know, and I've won a ton of money on a Carolina rig, and nobody, not not a lot of people think Carolina rig when they when they get, come to the Ross Barnett, they're thinking right. frog or punching and punching, yeah, power uh, fishing. Yeah, I mean, so you'll be, uh-huh. you know, most people think Carolina rig is. Uh, for deep water right. and i sit out sit in like a five foot and throw up to a foot and a half with like a three-quarter ounce weight uh-huh. i can throw it a mile so i'm not spooking them and i'll drag it over them shells and stumps and the fish never even know i'm there uh-huh. and then uh after summer we're getting into fall so water's starting to cool off well on a overcast day when the water starts to cool off the shad will start getting on back on the rocks uh-huh. and they'll start running them rocks and, and you can throw, you know, top water or, or, you Fine. know, uh, some small spinner bait or something like that. Right. And just parallel the rocks. Uh, 
But later in the fall, when it starts really cooling down and the pads start dying, mm-hmm. uh, you can go up the river and put pick up a buzz bait and just throw it all day. I mean, like uh, October, the last two weeks of October right. and the first two weeks of November, you know, as long as there's not some crazy weather, uh, man, you can just go up that river and, and get in those pad stems and just throw a buzz bait and have a ball. Wow. They start, you know, shad start moving and they start feeding on shad for the winter and, and right before it gets too cold to do really anything after that because, you know, it'll get muddy in the winter and once it gets below 50 degrees water temp, you ain't, you're ain't you not going to catch a bass out there. I just, guess that takes us into winter and so uh, find pick, something else to do. Pick, a, pick up a jig pole and go crappie fishing in the, in the winter. That's what I do. Right. Like oh, right. December and De- uh-huh. January, I just go in the main harbor and stuff like that just to get out of the house because I don't really hunt. Right. So so but, you're doing crappie fishing. So we'll break into crappie fishing. Some are you using uh, minnows or are you using plastics or I usually flies? just tie Tie my own Air jigs, the uh-huh. marabou jigs. Yep. Like, um, usually just tie the orange marabou with that right. green Chanel, uh-huh. that green gold Chanel, and that works pretty good. Uh-huh. In, in Main Harbor, I've, using uh, using the float or slip bobber or just casting, just just pitching, watching my graph and getting uh-huh. into old creek channels out there, and right. especially in Main Harbor, there's a creek that runs through the middle of it, and they'll be just packed in that. Wow. creek channel and it'll be freezing out there and you just follow that creek channel and watch you know just drop a jig down right and just watch it on your graph and they'll come up and eat it wow <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun so uh <clears throat> what's the length limit on crappie on this lake i don't think there is one on oh. on ross barnett and i believe it's 30 per person 30 but, per person but yeah there's not i don't believe there is a length limit all right Always make sure you check your local Game and Fish Commission and <laughs> right, find out yeah. what that is because right. we're not endorsing people taking short fish, no, only but, legal but, fish. But yeah, so that's there. That's pretty good. Then you're getting you're getting your fish for uh, for the summer at least. Yeah, for, stock up fillets, you know, for the uh-huh. uh, rest of the year, you know, in December and January, you know. Right. And then, of course, you know, February comes along, and then got to get the break out the bass stuff again right well that sounds pretty good uh that takes us to uh tackle time uh we were talking about tackle and tackle time sponsored by pico lures pico lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits and of course they have some that will catch crappie even down here at ross barnett we have soft plastics and we have marabou jigs if you don't want to make your own uh bunny butts is one uh, a very popular one that uh has uh, some flash and some marabou in it, so you can uh, you can get them. Uh, of course, uh, um, um, all the uh, hard baits like uh, crank baits, and they got poppers, and they got the pico perch, and and you can use them and, and catch the bass that are down here. So pretty exciting. It's good. If you want to check out more about pico lures, make sure you go to their website at picolures.com. If you want to find out more, and I know we talked about it, but let's say it again. What's the name of your, uh, your YouTube channel? Uh, Gene Bishop's Bass Fishing Adventures. Okay. So that's where you need to go to check his out. He's got, uh, um, over a year and a half of, uh, 
right. good stuff on there. Right. And you've got bass fishing if you and like, crappie. Well, I don't have any crappie. Oh, you but don't? You, yeah. But if you well, like you watching. Put, you need to get some on there. I, I do. Because people want to watch I, that. I am. I, that's my plan. Okay. Uh, but if you like good topwater action and buzzbait right. fishing, <laughs> that's the channel you need to awesome. go to because I got it all. They're all coming up out of the water exploding. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the good stuff. Anyway, it sounds good. Uh, like I like to end the show, make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water. <laughs>